0: You are locked on Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Friday morning episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade, and we have a very exciting guest for you today. We are joined by Josh Ogundele of the Iowa basketball team. He talks to us about his freshman season, what he learned the most from that freshman season, what he is trying to do going into his sophomore year. That is coming up on segment three of the show. Before we get to that, though, we are going to be breaking down some of the Senior Bowl talk, and possibly, if we have time, getting into some summer league talk. That is all coming up on the show today. And if you want more Locked On content, and specifically if you want to hear more about the Big Ten, there is simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Nate Dickinson and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast app. And again, on today's show, we are covering the Senior Bowl. Before we get into that Joshua Gundelai interview, the Senior Bull, if you have heard of it, you know how amazing it is. I attended two years ago. I got to interview Michael O'Jamudia. I actually had guest uh, uh, press passes last year to attend the Senior Bowl. I didn't make it down due to some concerns about the the environment and whatnot and how much access we were going to actually have to the players. I mean, Alaric Jackson was down there. I wanted to be able to, to talk to him. I mean, there, there were several guys I wanted to talk to, but I just didn't feel like it was a good – Idea, and I wasn't going to be able to get the access that I really felt like would have been valuable for you all. But this year, there might be a better opportunity. So the Senior Bowl did release the watch list, and I will be down there next year, or yeah, next year, but for this season. And I expect there to be some Iowa Hawkeyes there. But this week, or today, or yesterday, actually, they released the watch list. So the watch list is just kind of an idea of who they are looking at. Now, granted, if someone blows up on the scene, they will definitely be invited to the Senior Bowl. But it is not a guarantee. And being on the watch list is not a guarantee either. It just means that you are on the Senior Bowl's radar. You are also on the NFL's radar. So when they came out with the watch list, I was paying very close attention because the Senior Bowl is the premier post-collegiate all-star event for players and athletes. It is how Baker Mayfield became a number one overall pick. Josh Allen was down there. I mean, there has been so many players that have gone to the Senior Bowl as of recent since Jim Nagy took over. And it has really become an amazing and premier event for NFL scouts to evaluate talent at. It's also become a premier event for people like me to go down and interview some of these players and get a sense for what they are hoping to accomplish at the next level and also get a sense for what their character is and what kind of person they are. So I do pay very close attention to this. It will be next year, and I will be down there, so be on the lookout for that. But this watch list, three guys made it from the Iowa Hawkeyes, Zach Van Valkenburg, Matt Hankins, and Riley Moss. I do not disagree with that at all. I think it's awesome that Zach and Valkenberg made it. I think it's awesome that Riley Moss made it. And I think it's awesome that Matt Hankins made it. All three of those guys are deserving. All three of those guys, they play well this season, will be on NFL rosters next year. Riley Moss is getting talked about as a first-team All-Big Ten corner. Matt Hankins could have played in the NFL after last season. And Zach and Valkenberg has the highest honors of all of them, having been an All-Big Ten type player last year. So I have no doubt I agree with those guys being on. What I want to talk about, though, is the guys who did not get on. And there were several guys that I actually have some issues with, and I'm going to talk about those guys in order. That way you can get a sense for who I feel like should have been on. First and foremost, and again, this is Senior Bowl, so you have to be a senior. I know it becomes a little bit difficult given the COVID year, but they're looking for guys who are able to graduate um, before that game. In order, the biggest issue I have this list is Kyler Schott. How do you not include Kyler Schott on this? He is a phenomenal guard, a guy who I would consider a top 15 guard in the country. He is probably going to be an NFL player by the end of it. Kyler Schott should be on that list in my personal opinion. Next up, Jack Kerner. A second team all-Big Ten player, and you do not include Jack Kerner, does not make sense to me. Moving over to the next, the, the final person I, I should say out of this, out of this list, to me is Charlie Jones. Now I don't, I did not expect him to be on this list, but I think Charlie Jones, as a senior, could be a big time player and could be a guy from a special teams perspective that maybe want to get there. But I think that was, that was probably a stretch there. But definitely Kyler shop and Jack Kerner should have been on that list. Now, what's interesting about this, again, is that COVID year, you have more players that are going to be in this draft pool, but there are several other guys at this point who would be eligible if they so chose to be eligible, I guess. Tyrone Tracy Jr. would be eligible. Again, all these guys have to graduate. Nico Reganey would be eligible. Jack Plum would be eligible. Cody Inc. would be eligible. Tyler Linderbaum would be eligible. Spencer Petrus would be eligible. We're just going right on this list, aren't we? John Wagner would be eligible, Noah Shannon, Seth Benson, and Kayvon Merriweather. All of those guys would be eligible, and Caleb Shudock, of course, would also be eligible. All those guys would be eligible to play in the Senior Bowl if they decide to declare for the NFL draft, but obviously they have additional eligibility available for them. But it is fun to see Zach Van Valkenburg, Matt Hankins, and Riley Moss get on that list. I expected Jack Kerner and Kyler Shot to be there as well. But it also speaks volumes to this Iowa football team and the youth of this football team and the fact that Iowa is talked about as a top 20 team, and they only have four guys who, without declaring early, are eligible for the Senior Bowl. Four guys. Only four guys. Or five guys. Sorry. Five guys. And if you count Charlie, six. That's pretty darn impressive, and that gets me even more excited for this season and ultimately for next season. That does do it for segment one, though. We're going to get into segment two. It'll be a little bit shorter of a segment, but we do have a 12-minute a interview with Joshua Gundelay, so I want to make sure that we give time for that. So that's going to be coming up here in a few short moments. Before we get to that, though, have you ever had an issue with sweating? I personally know that I have. I have literally basically removed gray shirts from my closet. I like to wear workout type of shirts that allow me to sweat better. I wear black shorts. Like I'm doing all these things to make sure I do not show sweat to people. I've tried clinical antiperspirant. It was okay. It worked for a little bit, but it wasn't until I found sweat block antiperspirant wipes that I realized I don't need to do any of these things. I can wear whatever I want, whenever I want. I don't have to worry about the heat because I am not going to sweat and pit out through my shirts. I have given plenty of presentation where I have to literally keep my arms down to make sure that I am not showing my sweat. But Sweatblock has made it easy for me to pick out whatever clothes I want at whatever point I want to pick them out at and wear it very comfortably, knowing that I'm not going to pit out at any given moment. If you are like me or if you know someone like me, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code LOCKED ON. That's sweatblock.com with the promo code LOCKED ON. Or you can find it at Amazon and CVS. All right, y'all. We are back for segment two of the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Lockdown Sports Network. Wow, cannot speak network. And we are talking about the summer league today on this segment, quickly and briefly, because Joey's Camp, Tyler Cook, and Luca Garza are all playing in the summer league, and they've had a game each since the last time we spoke about them. And all these players are playing pretty well. Tyler Cook did not have the best game; the last game went three or four from the field, thirteen minutes. Scored ten points. That's actually not a bad game overall, but just you know, nothing to. That's not. What I'm saying that. I'm just. That's an idiot I move. Mean, he. I thought he played pretty well, and I didn't realize his stats were as good as they were after I even after I watched the game. But finished with ten points, six rebounds, one assist. That's pretty darn good. Shot seventy five percent from the field. Luka Garza, though, what I find interesting about Luka Garza is the fact that so many people were so low on him coming into this draft process, thinking he could not figured out. He was not going to be able to handle NBA athletes. He was not going to be able to you know, play defense against some of these top athletes in the NBA. And so far I have been relatively impressed with his defensive ability and what he's been bringing from an offensive perspective goes to show you that he can get it done. There are a lot of big name players talking about Luka Garza. Let me read off two of these. Kendrick Perkins so Luka Garza will give the Pistons some valuable minutes this season. Everyone wants to talk about what he's not instead of acknowledging that what he is, and that is a very skilled, skilled big man. Carry the hell on. Rod Beard, a Pistons beat writer, said, I don't know how the final Pistons roster is going to shake out, but it's going to be hard to keep Luka Garza off of it. Luka Garza has been playing like a man possessed in his two games in the summer league. He is showing or trying to prove to the haters exactly why. They were wrong for passing on him. And believe me, I think he is he is ready to go in the NBA. This past game, shot 5 of 6 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. Hit all 4 of his free throws. Scored 15 points. Finished with 3 rebounds and 1 assist. That's a nice little stat line. He can get it done. He had a nice little low post move as well. Luka Garza is playing his way onto the NBA roster. Again, as some of these guys said, he is going to make it incredibly difficult for the Pistons to leave him off, especially a Pistons team that is so young. And as we talked about, Luka Garza might not bring it defensively as well as others, but he is a stretch five who expands what the offense can do because of his ability to post up and his ability to shoot the three. And imagine where he's not in the summer league and the whole goal is just to win games as opposed to selfishly get points for yourself. That would be a huge value add to have a guy like Luca Garza who can come off the bench, shoot the three, run pick and rolls, and go to the basket if he needs to. And for the San Antonio Spurs, Joe Wieskamp seems to be coming on, played 27 minutes, almost 28 minutes in their last game, went 6 of 13 from the field, 3 of 9 from 3, and hit both of his free throws, finished with 7 rebounds and 17 points, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 2 blocks. What an all-around game for Joe Wieskamp. Now, Joe Wieskamp's spot on the roster, I feel like, is pretty secure, but this just goes to show you that Joe Wieskamp is an NBA-level player, and he's ready to go against this competition. Now, it is important to note, that the Summer League is not the NBA, right? How they are performing in the Summer League is not indicative of how they can do in the NBA because the Summer League is not made up of all NBA guys. However, it is made up of a bunch of guys who are better than the competition that these guys were getting in college, and they are continuing to rise to the top. Luka Garza continuing to rise to the top. Joe Wieskamp showing what he can do at the next level, and Tyler Cook showing why he deserves to have a roster spot in the NBA, just like he did last year for the Detroit Pistons. So very exciting stuff across the summer league. I am very excited to continue watching both, or all three of these guys, I should say. not. I don't want to say both. That's uh, rude to to Tyler Cook. And where you can catch these guys at, I'm going to pull it up real quick. The Pistons play tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time against the New York Knicks. Wow, words are tough today, right guys? On Saturday, the Pistons play at 7 p.m. Central Time against the Lakers. And let me see where the Spurs are on here. The Spurs play on Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Time against the Nets. And that is it for the Summer League schedule. So you have one more opportunity to see Joe Wieskamp. You have two more opportunities to see Luka Gars and Tyler Cook unless they make it into that uh, or one until they get to like kind of the playoffs, the mini playoffs that the Summer League does. So be on the lookout for that, but a lot of fun watching All three of these guys play in NBA uniforms. A lot of fun here. A lot of fun to watch these guys. And we're going to continue to break that down once we get back from vacation in Alaska. Coming up on segment three, we're going to get into the Josh Ogundalay interview, so stay tuned for that. But we have a few messages from our sponsors right now. All right, y'all. That does do it for segment two of the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. And we are going to get to that Josh Ogundalay interview here in just a few moments. But I do want to tell you about BetOnline.ag, the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and the NFL and college ball seasons are right around the corner. And you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs at betonline.ag. So before the next pitch or the next snap, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contents information today. Again, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoffs or begin their seasons trying to fight for a Lombardi trophy or a college ball playoff championship Head over to that website or use your mobile device this time today, and you'll get a free account. And when you use the promo code LockedOn—that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N—you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And you know I've told you about Built Bar before, but let me tell you about it again because that is how phenomenal Built Bars are. I eat one every single day for breakfast. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It is the protein bar that has so many phenomenal flavors. Why wouldn't you want to try it? If you like sweet, salty, fruity, Bilt Bar has it, and all these flavors are covered in 100% chocolate. But not only are these bars absolutely delicious, they're also nutritious for you as well. Between 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, and only four to five grams of sugar, and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy, and you can get your hands on Built Bars today Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtcom alright you All right, y'all. I'm honored to be joined here by Iowa Hawkeye basketball player Josh Ogundelli. Uh Josh, you are, you're in a late time zone. You decided to join us for today, so I appreciate you, man. How are you doing, though?
0: I'm good, thanks, yeah. How are you?
1: I'm good, man. Um, wait, did I just mess up your last name again when I said that?
0: Uh, I didn't even realize.
1: Yeah, I was like, I realized I like, literally just asked you and then said it wrong again. I'm, I'm so sorry, man. That's uh, incredibly rude of me. But anyways, I, I appreciate you going through it regardless. Um, we're going to quickly ask you some questions about your experience as a freshman, man. Um, you joined the Iowa Basketball Squad, kind of an interesting situation with COVID. Um, what was it like getting into Big Ten basketball play and then joining the Iowa Basketball Squad after having to go
0: through a quarantine and all that fun stuff? Um, I wanna say it was a hard experience at first, you know. Obviously I was playing behind Luca and Jack Nanji. But um yeah, it was fun at the same time, you know, learning from Luca, learning um just the ways of the big ten, watching from the sidelines, seeing how different teams operate so I can prepare for the future.
1: Yeah, and what was the biggest thing you learned from Luca?
0: Um I really one thing like his positioning, like he's very good at positioning. He might not be the fastest player, but like He's very good when it comes to positioning and posting maybe deep or high post. Like he just position is really the only thing. My main thing, I should.
1: I love it. Have you been watching him at all in the uh in the uh, oh. summer
0: league? I watched the, <laughs> I watched my sorry, my cousins here. I watched a bit, um, like I watched some games. I saw the um, the fadeaway he hit yesterday. Yeah. That was a,
1: Nice little look, man. Um, So you talked about going up against Big Ten competition. You had a couple interesting minutes against Kofi Coburn. They put you in, and I thought you played pretty well in a couple minutes. What was it like going up against a guy like Kofi, who is uh, strong as heck is what it looks
0: like? Um, Well, he's strong. I'm strong, so I feel like I kind of tried to match his physicality, even though it was maybe a few possessions. But, um, yeah, it just kind of showed me what I'd be expecting next year because there's a lot of obviously big guys in the Big Ten, so – If I could just match the physicality, I think I'd be very good.
1: Yeah, I mean, what are your expectations coming into your sophomore year for the Iowa basketball team? What are the expectations for you as far as playing time goes?
0: Um, Well, I haven't really discussed anything with any coaches. Um, Hopefully I'm I'm planning to play a big role as long as I'm in shape, you know, and staying dedicated to the gym. But I think I should have a, a, a great impact on the team this year. Yeah, man, you're, you're back in England um, right now.
1: I'm assuming you've been back for a little bit. What have you been doing this summer to stay in shape and get prepared for this upcoming
0: season? Well, um, for the most part, I was at school for most of the summer, from June to August, and then I went to um, visit my old friends in Massachusetts last week. So I just came back yesterday, or well, today your time, I should say. So for the most part, I've just been you know going to my old school, working out in the gym, um, lifting some, and that's really it.
1: I love, man, and what are you specifically working on? You mentioned you learned from Lucas some of the positioning, but coming after your freshman year, what are some things that you knew you wanted to work on going into your sophomore season?
0: I think the biggest thing for me is conditioning and just focusing on my body, changing my body completely. Um, I believe that once my body just changes completely, I will be able to play at a high level. And my skills will come to me.
1: Absolutely, man. Um, and last season, what was your welcome to the Big Ten moment? What was the holy crap I'm playing college basketball moment or something like that?
0: Mm. Um, I think it might probably the Illinois game because I didn't expect after Jack Nanji got injured, I, I expected to come in, but I didn't know when. So it was either the Michigan the Michigan game when Jack got injured, or um, the Illinois game when the coach told me to sub in for Tap. Something for Luca. I think that was the, the biggest game. And what, what was running through
1: your mind? You're like, oh shoot, I'm gonna go guard this guy right now.
0: Um, I was just trying to say, like, you know, I've been guarding Luca um, all day, every day. Sorry, during practice. So, I mean, he he's probably stronger than Luca, but not more skilled. So, I've seen a lot of stuff happen before. I've seen a lot of stuff that Kofi does. Happened to me before against Luca, so I think it was just you know play how you are in practice, try and defend as best as possible. It's a learning opportunity.
1: Absolutely, man. Um, and last year you guys made it to the NCAA tournament as a two seed. What was what was your feelings like getting to the NCAA tournament, and what were your feelings like after that Oregon game?
0: Um, so getting to the tournament was great. You know, um, you know, I was just my first my first year in college, number two seed, very great. A lot of people watching back home, everywhere around the world. But um, after the Oregon we lost, it was obviously very sad. You know, we wanted to go further in the tournament. However, you know, we just thought, we just told, like, our new team coming in, we made a vow that like, we should come here this year. We have to come back. Definitely.
1: And uh, speaking of coming back, right now, a lot of, a lot of national media doesn't have a, a high opinion of the Iowa basketball team. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I'm curious, what are your thoughts on the talent of this squad and how far you think this team can make it in the NCAA tournament?
0: I think we're a very talented team, very young team. Um, obviously, there's going to be doubters everywhere. No doubters about us last year, in fact, and we, we showed them, you know, we're better than them, what they thought. Um, and, yeah, it's really just proving just watching us to see how it happens. You know, even, even though we have doubters, you just watch it happen for themselves.
1: Definitely. And after the season, what what is the team you hate the most? What is the team in the Big Ten that you are
0: or most excited to play, I should say? Yeah, obviously, I don't have any – I don't have any teams. I'm excited, I'm excited to play Nebraska because um, my friend from England, he's a, he's a big man in Nebraska. So That should be a good game. And that's really it.
1: Love it, man. man. Um, three final questions for you. What was the biggest culture shock in Iowa? Uh, I know you were in Massachusetts um, before, but Massachusetts and Iowa are pretty different. So what was that big – what was the biggest culture shock experience you had in Iowa?
0: Wow. um – First of all, it, no, the weather is actually disgusting. Like, first of all, when it's hot, it's too, too hot. And when it's cold, it's freezing. Like, no, like, it's, it's just disgusting. But as far as culture shock, like, I don't even know what to say to my Because when I first came, I had an expectation I was going to be in the cornfields. But, yeah, that's really it. I was going to say it's freezing cold, very hot. Um, yeah.
1: And what was your favorite thing about Iowa that you maybe weren't expecting to be your favorite thing? Something that kind of surprised you as, wow, this is awesome.
0: Something that's awesome. Um, I don't know. The people are very nice. Um, there's a lot of fans. that, Like, the basketball team get a lot of love. I'll be walking down the street and people just come out to be like, hey, can I take a picture and stuff like that? There's a lot of love in that instance. But, yeah, that's really it of you.
1: Are you excited to play in front of fans in this
0: year? Of well, course, yeah, you know. Um, especially <laughs> when the punt, if you get a big play, like an M1 or something, I'm excited for that. So,
1: Yeah, um, I, I know I said three questions. I have two more questions, though. I just had to ask you, the COVID experience, what was it like being in the bubble? I've heard many players talk about how difficult it was uh, to be in that bubble and to not be able to go outside or not be able to see people. What was it like for you? Was it mentally tough for you?
0: I want to mentally tough. I'm not going to lie. I think I went outside. Apart from going to a game, I went outside a total of two times. No, actually, I think I went outside once, actually, apart from going to games. So, I mean, I was in my room the whole time. Um, the first week, the first day was kind of rough because we had to quarantine for 24 hours. Apart from that, um, it wasn't too, too bad, you know. Um, you just had the strict mindset, you know, why we're here. It's like kind of like a business approach.
1: Definitely, man. Um, and last question, this is the easy one. Do you like Casey's pizza or come and go pizza the better?
0: Morgan, I've had none of them. What? I've never had Casey's pizza or Carnival's pizza. I'm not going to lie. All right. So, I, see, I think I've seen it before, but I've never had it.
1: You, okay. So then, what is your favorite restaurant in Iowa City?
0: Oh, that's hard. That's actually very hard. <laughs> what are, maybe what, know, are your, what are your top favorites, I guess? Okay. So I like, okay. So I like, um, is Reunion. pretty good. So, right. I like, um, to be honest with you, a lot of the time I just shop. Like I go to hy and get a lot of ingredients. But when I do eat out, I like this new place called Tiki Tacos downtown. I like mm-hmm. that place. I like um, I like Moseley's. I don't really eat it that much, but I like Moseley's a lot. Um, there's a burger place called Oh, I like Stella's. Stella's is really good too. Stella's is good.
1: You need to get working on those name, members, likeness deals, man. You need to, you need to be representing uh, the taco place.
0: The thing is, I really would, but right now I can't really do too much because of, um, they're not really allowing international students to do, make money with their name because of their visas and stuff, so it's kind of hard.
1: That is So everyone's out there celebrating name, members, likeness, and you're like, I, I can't take advantage of any of
0: this. Exactly, I can't. So That's rough, it's man. It's for them to ease up.
1: Absolutely. Well, that that is rough. Well, uh, Josh, I appreciate you coming. On. I know it's late your time. Uh, appreciate you coming. This is your second time on the show. I we'll have to have you on a third time again. Uh, maybe not so not so late for you, buddy. But any last words for Hawkeye Nation out there?
0: Oh uh, no, I'm just looking forward to for the season. Hopefully, we can do very well for you guys. That's
1: awesome, man. Well, Joshua Gundalay, I appreciate it. Got your name right that time. I'm excited about it. Uh, have a good night, buddy, and safe travels back to the states, pal. Thank
0: you very much. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, y'all, and that does do it for our show today. I hope you enjoyed the content. hope you enjoyed the interview with Josh Ogundale. always enjoy talking to Josh. A great kid. Really excited for him this upcoming season. Just a reminder that next week we'll be doing a breakdown of each and every opponent, Power 5 opponent for the Iowa Hawkeyes, because I'm going to be on vacation. So I'm not going to be breaking anything from media day. I'm not going to be talking about recruiting. It'll all be a preview series. Each and every Power 5 game Iowa plays, I'll be breaking down the top three offensive players, the top three defensive players the storylines to watch, and the key matchups to watch, and ultimately giving you my prediction. So be on the lookout for that Monday through Friday next week. And if you want more Locked On content, betting on your team does not have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast at. And as always, Hawkeye Nation, I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate your listenership. Have a phenomenal Friday and even better weekend. And as always, let's go Hawks.